Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Mornings with Taylor and Jen. What up, Taylor? Andrew Rip. Andrew Rip. <laughs> What's happening out there? Andrew Rip, I have a bone to pick with you. Life 107.1. Right into it. Let's go. We don't mess around here. No, this needs to be said. <laughs> you are going on tour with Need to Breathe and you are not coming to Iowa. What is your problem? Everybody that's cool comes to Iowa. I'll tell you, I, I would 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to, as soon as we hang up the phone, I'm calling Bear. Yeah. Perfect, yeah. Immediately. Can I call Bear too? You know what? I'll ask him. I'll ask him to see how that feels. I, I got a feeling. He's a really nice guy. I got a feeling he'll be like, hey, pass her my number. <laughs> you don't want that. Jen texts me late at night. Not true. I totally oh, okay. do well, not. Eight thirty is late at night for me. Yeah, Jen. that's true. We do the morning show, so eight thirty is like the crazy late at night. How you guys doing out there? Oh, we're good. We're we good. have like fifty some degree weather, which for us is pretty cool. I mean, that's amazing. Oh my gosh, I grew up in Chicago, so that Midwest vibe, kind oh, of yeah. northern mm-hmm. side. It's I, I know what it feels like. Right about now, you're going. Wow, I could use some warm weather. Could, mm-hmm. yeah. Two weeks ago, we had a polar vortex, and we didn't ask for it. Yeah, we were in the same boat. We had a bunch of snow down here. But when you get snow in Nashville, you're excited. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Have you gotten like used to the Nashville climate, or, or, or are you still like, man, I'm, I'm Midwest tough on this? I'll be real with you. I'm pretty stoked about not having a ton of snow. When I need snow, I'll just... I'll jump on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll, That's I'll fair. jump on a plane and hit it for hit the slopes for a week or something like that. But I'll tell you the thing that I've recognized down here, which y'all still get tornadoes and gnarly weather like that up in the Midwest. But Nashville, it seems like the tornadoes are a little bit more often. I don't know. We got hit with one last year. That was a bad right, one. Like, hit my house. <gasps> That's Andrew. right. Yeah. You were like out of power for a while, right? We were out of power. My next door neighbor, like I, I walked out of the, the basement that night to just mayhem, like glass yeah. everywhere in my house. I was stepping on glass and, you know, the telephone poles on the car. There's trees everywhere. The rocking chair is like gone from the front porch. I look across the street. The roof is not only off, but can't find it anywhere. It was intense. It's something straight out of a movie I walked into. Wow. Um but yeah, I bring that up because I do, I have recognized some he- like strong storms here. Maybe it's just I'm older now and I'm kind of like a little bit more sensitive to the power of that stuff. When you're yep. a kid, you're just like, oh, whatever. It's cool. Just keep playing. No, so, I'm, a, I'm a Dallas guy. Yeah. I, I was born and raised in, in North Texas. And, and it does seem like we had like a couple times a year, you'd have a tornado drill and you're huddling in the hallway. Yeah. So your song is amazing. Oh man, thank you. I love the line in it that talks about all my fears come crashing down mm-hmm. because I think after 2020 a lot of us have fears. Mm-hmm. I happen to work with a guy here. He's my friend. I love Taylor, my co-host, but he does have a flaw. Mm-hmm. He has a phobia. Mm. He has a serious phobia. Serious phobia. All I have to do is send him a picture of a spider and he starts yelling. Mm. I don't screaming, think that's a character flaw. Back- I think that's wisdom. <laughs> backing away from his computer <laughs> and all i did was send him a picture of a catar what was it a, a it's those cartwheeling, cartwheeling spiders spider i sent like him a picture desert. of a cartwheeling what? spider yeah yeah and they he- to move faster they just do cartwheels <laughs> through the sand taylor i got a story for you about some gnarly spiders oh, so right. was, yeah. was 10 years ago I'm so excited about this <laughs> this is really good this is going to give you nightmares <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's actually nothing to be afraid of. These are very they're they're large spiders, but they're kind. They're oh. not they're, they're not poisonous, whatever. Oh good. Friendly giant spiders. That's right. 
I did a tour for the troops. We did Europe, but we also wound up doing some Middle East. We were in Bahrain. We did Kuwait. And I remember when we got to the base in Bahrain, it was extremely hot. It was like desert. And we got off the plane and walked like under these tents with these soldiers. And they literally pointed out these spiders. There was about three of them on the ground. And they were big enough to like mistake for a mouse. Oh. <laughs> And they follow you what? because they, they stay in your shadow. No! Because the sun is too hot. <laughs> I'm just, not kidding. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> They're really trying to suck out oh, your soul, yeah. but they didn't want to tell you that. <laughs> hang out here in your shadow. Isn't it cold here in my shadow? <laughs> That's the beginning of that Bette Midler song from Beaches. Is it really? Yes! <laughs> she wrote it about spiders. <laughs> that's That's what it was, probably. <laughs> Must have been cold here in my shadow. Oh, my word. Is that it? You're my new favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything I wish I could be. <laughs> well, I'm done. I just wanted him to tell a story that would scare yeah. Taylor, well, so we're good. Well, th- th- so this is the other thing. Th- this was the thing that just, like, blew up this morning. We were asking people for the most creative cures to the hiccups they've ever had. Do you have, like, a family mm. recipe, family? method to obliterate the hiccups i mean i just know the typical you either freak somebody out and mm-hmm. scare it scare it out of them with a spider in their shadow yeah. tell them about spiders yeah yeah you buy them a ticket to kuwait that's how you do it <laughs> straight up to a military base in kuwait where they can meet the biggest spider they've ever seen that'll do it. i bet you that would do it and even if it wasn't a spider you know the flight would probably take care of it. so yeah by the time i've flown from iowa yeah. to kuwait right. found one of these spiders <laughs> Hiccups are gone. So there you go. There's my there's my hiccup recipe. Perfect. Perfect. Do you know we had a person tell us that it, the next time you get hiccups, if you just stop and whisper a compliment into your coworker or your wife or your kid's ear, that your hiccups will go away. If you whisper a compliment in somebody else's ear, I like that. I'm gonna give that a swing. Here, I'm gonna. Can I change my answer? Change your answer. Go for it. I'm ready. <laughs> I got another one. Okay. I hear that if you send if you send Andrew Riff a thousand dollars. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. Well, you can, you can give us your Venmo anyway, and we'll just we'll see if anyone needs to cure their hiccups. <laughs> so, Andrew, how many towels do you think is normal for an adult to own? Own or use in a week? I'll let you choose either one of those. Because we own way too many, but I'll tell you this: my wife has pretty much been going. It's funny you asked me that because we just had this conversation. She's been in a routine now where we're living in our back house because we're fixing up our house from the tornado damage. So we've got my studio back there is literally where we've been living with our two-year-old daughter, which has been a whole nother story. But (laughs) we have a loft upstairs in the back house, and that's where our bedroom is, and that's where we keep our clothes. And the shower is downstairs, so she'll walk from the shower up the stairs and then get dressed up there and just leave her towel on the ground. So then the next morning... She had forgotten the towels up there, and she'll use a new one. And it's just been like, she's using a towel every single day, which is way too much, man. Way too much. We got to figure this out. This is a role reversal. This, yeah. This is a role reversal. This is usually told from the other point of yeah. view. Normally, it's the woman that's getting upset about the man using yeah. The towel over and over and leaving it on yeah, the floor. I don't know what to tell you. We're strange birds down here. <laughs> Congratulations on, on breaking stereotypes. Taylor thinks that an adult should only own two. One to use and one to launder. Yeah, I like that approach. 
I would just add one to that. I think there's something to be said about having a backup that's sitting in the cabinet underneath, just in case you feel like you need to wrap one around your head as well. <laughs> Do you get that why feeling often, guys, Andrew? Why would you guys need to wrap one around your head? Well, because I think it looks funny, first of all. That's valid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need it. I got everything I need. Yeah. It's all good, but an extra towel to wrap around your head occasionally is nice to have. It's, it's a luxury be- towel. Just because. <laughs> That's right. I have a 16-year-old son that I can stack up all of his towels beautifully on Saturday after I've done laundry. And on Monday, when Mm -hmm. I go home at the end of the day, I find all of his towels in a pile in the middle of his bathroom. And I will ask him, Benjamin, how did this happen? And he always gives me the same answer. Oh. Hmm. (laughs) That's a great answer. I know. It's honest. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't know because he's a zombie yep. from six o'clock That's in the morning right. until about one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, I think I do have another use then for that third towel. You guys know what it feels like when you get out of the, the shower and you realize you didn't quite seal the shower curtain to the wall. Oh, yep. You got a puddle. A little puddle? Yeah. That's what it's for. It's your oh, puddle towel. Got it. That's <laughs> yeah. good. There you That's go. That's good. I can get behind right? that. This is good. I'm actually really curious about this. I mean, you're still... Like the tornado in Nashville was like big news when it happened. And then we all kind of move on to other crises. But for you, you're still like working on getting back to normal. And I know for me, anytime I get shifted out of my normal, I learn a lot of lessons like about myself and, and how I think and how I operate. Right. Have Have you learned any anything along those lines? It's kind of putting you on the spot, but I'm curious. I have an answer. Oh, good. The first thing I recognized when I walked out my door in the daylight was the trees. It wasn't so much the dis- Destruction of the houses. It was that the trees were like, like there aren't any trees left. Oh, wow. Like it hit me. I was like, wow, it's amazing what we're missing. I used to walk past these trees and never notice them, but the mm-hmm. second they're gone, mm. the second they go away, I recognize how beautiful they are. I also recognize how they've played such a role in making my neighborhood feel like home. We actually put a little funds together and raised some money and just planted a bunch of trees down the street. Oh, cool. Which is so good. But as I've kind of been planning that, I've been sitting with this tree concept and just kind of diving deeper into it. And I just realized as I was literally looking out the, the window in the morning as the sun is coming up because I got a little girl. I'm up way early. And I'll look at these trees and I'll just recognize that these things, they've been planted in one place. They don't get to travel the world, but they're content. Mm. And from day one, they spend their whole lives reaching for the sky. Slowly but surely, they get closer and closer to the sky. Another thing that hit me is I remember watching one of the, the limbs just start kind of moving, and I realized they're not thinking about the wind that's headed their way until it hits them. Mm. Wow. And then they bend, and then they come back. Isn't that powerful? Dude, it is. It that's is. amazing. I, I'm, I'm hearing a song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing a possible song. Maybe if you know someone who, who yeah. can write a song, you, you can get them on that. You know, maybe like a Dove Award winning songwriter, <laughs> you know, somebody hey, somebody like that, right. that, that might be able to write a song hey. like this. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you say that because there's literally that concept we used in a song that you guys might actually be playing. It's a song called Sparrows by Corey Asbury. Oh, yeah. I've heard uh, of that one. I, I co-wrote that song. <laughs> you did? Oh, I didn't know I that. I love that song. Yeah. So the sparrows aren't worried about the, the weather. 
the drought or the storm. The sparrows aren't worried about tomorrow. Uh, I love that. The sun's not worried. I love that song. See, the tree isn't worried about the tornado. It could be sparrows part two. I think it is. I think it might be. You want, We should write it together. <laughs> move move on. Sure. Next time we can actually get on planes and fly around and there be we go. comfortable with it. We're going to write ourselves a song. Not to Kuwait. We'll, we'll sit. <laughs> no, in Des Moines. <laughs> the spiders are much smaller here. <laughs> yeah. Dude, no, that is one of my oh. favorite passages in the Bible. You know, I, I've dealt with anxiety since I was in high school. Um, and that's always been one that just rang true to me. And to finally hear a song that like just straight up goes in and hits it was really meaningful to me. Yeah, That's so good. Isn't it, isn't it so true? Like he takes good care of us. We don't need to be thinking about what's coming. He'll take care of that. There's grace for the day. Yeah. You wake up every morning, there's new grace. We don't need to be thinking about the weather tomorrow. We need to be right here in this moment, trusting that the Lord is, is with us and even if a tornado does come, we rebuild. Yeah. It actually brought my neighborhood together in a way that was so beautiful. I walked out the door that night, and the first thing I heard was neighbors yelling out each other's names mm-hmm. to check in on each other. And then four firefighters stepping over live power lines, going into people's houses. It's just so beautiful when people come together, you know. You're talking about the aftermath of a tornado, and yeah. you said it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that strange? There is something, though, like in a neighborhood, if there's severe weather, it's like all of a sudden you forget that your neighbor grows their hedges too high or lets their dog out at the wrong time of night. And like everybody's (laughs) checking on each other and helping each other out. That's exactly right. Well said. Well, dude, when things are back open, come on over to Des Moines. We'll we'll hang out. We'll take you to the fair and everything. I'm on board. Hey, thank you, guys. I look forward to sitting across the table from you guys one day. Absolutely. We'll hold you to it. Thank you, Andrew. God bless y'all. The Taylor and Jen Podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. You can hear more from Taylor and Jen weekday mornings online at life1071.com or on the Life 107.1 app.